Well, hello again, Masterbooks family. We have a great podcast today. I have one of the moms of Masterbooks here to talk to us about her love for the Lord, her love for homeschooling her children, and how language lessons has been a blessing to her family. Danielle is a mother of six, and she has so much to share. She has so many great books to recommend to you and just tell you about life as a homeschooling family. And also, I want you to know I'm giving away a book today, and the one she recommended is Education, Does God Have an Opinion? So go on over to the Moms of Masterbooks Facebook group or the Masterbooks app. Tell us why you would love to read a copy of Education, Does God Have an Opinion? Or if you have already read it, what you took away from it, why you refer to it, anything about it that you like. We'd love to hear about that, and I'll be giving away one copy to somebody in the app and one copy to somebody in the Facebook group. All right, so let's get started. Here at Masterbooks, we are dedicated to help you disciple your children and develop a strong faith as a family. With pro-Bible homeschool curriculum and beautiful books that honor God as creator. We offer online courses to help your family worship and serve God. You will also find morning baskets and devotionals for the whole family. Our mission is ink on paper to touch eternity, and we have been publishing Christian books for this purpose since 1975. Find your Pro Bible Homeschool curriculum at masterbooks.com. Well, welcome to the show, Danielle. Thank it's you. so great to meet you today. Thank you so much. It's great to meet you as well. So you were telling me that you homeschool six children, that you live in Florida. Tell yes. us a little bit about your homeschooling journey. Why did you and your husband decide to homeschool? And what do you love about it? How long have you been homeschooling? Just give us a little background. Okay. Um, well, we've been homeschooling. This will be going on to our uh, seventh year of homeschooling. I have four who are actual school age and one is going to be doing some of the preschool He's going to be doing uh, Stepping Stones this year, getting his own book. And he he loves to just join in on the fun. Yeah. And then an almost two-year-old who has definitely mixed things up for us this last year. <laughs> so um, had to adjust our plans a little bit. So it's mm -hmm. the seasons that Randy talks about. Right. For sure. So um, my journey from homeschooling, actually, I never thought I would homeschool. Mm -hmm. um, I taught four years before starting a family. And okay. then when we started our family, I thought, well, uh, I'll go back to teaching once my kids are old enough to go to school mm -hmm. and then I will, they'll go to school where I taught at a Christian school. So um, I just thought they'll go there with me and it'll just be easy. Right. But I also thought I'd only have two or three kids max. So <laughs> clearly God had other plans for mm -hmm. our family. And that started to, to change and shift when Josiah was, oh, about a year and a half or so. Okay. Um, I don't do very well with coming up with ideas with a, with a toddler. I taught middle school. So I'm like, what do I do? And I was, I was always like, oh, we can go for a walk. We can play yeah. with blocks again. And, and my <laughs> husband, he's really good at like just pulling out something and saying, Hey guys, let's sit down and do this. Let's yeah. throw pom-poms down a car track or something. And I was like, what do I do? So I started looking online for ideas. Um, mm -hmm. What can I do? We can play and learn together. So I'd find things like, okay, let's do the color red this week. And everything we do will be red, red food and red toys and, and <laughs> the letter B. And we just started having fun playing and learning. I, I, I'm kind of a structure person. I need to have an idea of what we're going to do for the day. 
Yeah. And as this was happening, I thought, oh, I really like being home with my kids and school age was starting to approach and I'm going to really miss this time. And so Josiah, he, he went to preschool when he was four at our church. They had a really nice program there. And so mm -hmm. I sent him there and I had a friend at the time who was homeschooling too. Um, and she, she was just that one step ahead of me. She was doing kindergarten with her daughter. Okay. She would, every time we'd get together, she would talk about homeschooling and what, what she was doing and what curriculum they were using and how much fun they were having. And it just sounded so cool and so exciting. Mm -hmm. And so I, I started looking into it for Josiah's kindergarten year and I started mm -hmm. talking to Dale about it. Dale's my husband. And, okay. I, and we started going through this process of thinking through the next year. And I just love the idea of being able to teach what I wanted, when I wanted and how mm -hmm. I wanted and yeah. having that time together so much more time that we would get together if they were mm -hmm. home. And I really like that idea also of building a strong biblical foundation. So we looked into it. Dale was very supportive of it from the mm -hmm. very beginning. And Good. I just knew that this is, this is what I wanted to do. God put this passion in my heart and he really changed my heart in several areas of my life, but specifically in homeschooling, it was just neat to see how God put this desire there. And it has, even when it's been really hard, our kindergarten year, I'll talk about that a little later. Okay. Very, very rough. And so even in those times, I haven't wavered. In this. It's never been a question, a, sec a second guess for me, even when it was really hard. So, mm. and then people ask me, do you want to do this all the way through high school? And my answer is always, well, if God allows it, absolutely. Okay, good. I hope he does allow it because this is this is what I really enjoy doing. It's really truly my passion. Great. Well, I love hearing how the Lord shifted your plans. I mean, you were in education, so you already had that background, but right. you just had these minor shifts that became your new life. Yeah, it really did. And it's I wouldn't trade it for anything. Well, did you always use Masterbooks or did you start with something else? No, we we started with something else. So I did a lot of research and at the time we had um, just, I would be going into kindergarten mm -hmm. and then Brielle, I was going to take her to the preschool at the church her next year. She's my second daughter. And then I had little Isaiah. He was a toddler and Sadie was a baby. And, okay. and I was like, I need something. I think I thought I needed something that was all put together in a box. So I got one of these well-known boxed curriculums yeah. thinking it would be perfect. And instead it was very restricting. It was very overwhelming. Um, I just, I didn't know every day I felt like I needed to do everything that was on there. And mm -hmm. the language arts was included in the curriculum. It was very dry. Mm -hmm. Josiah couldn't stand it. <laughs> and I picked a math that was also well-known and it was colorful and bright, but it was long. And mm -hmm. Josiah really, he was very resistant to it. He cried a lot that year. He and mm -hmm. I were very frustrated with one another too. And I knew in my heart, this is not what kindergarten is supposed to be like. It's not what school is supposed to be like. Yeah. <laughs> here I am, instead of building a relationship with him, it was hurting our relationship because mm -hmm. I was pushing what was there. And I felt like we have to do this. We have to do all of this. And it was very frustrating. So I knew something had to change, but I didn't mm -hmm. know what, oh, and the Bible aspect of it was there, but it was more like a tag on. Like okay. Bible. And, and that was really something that was important to me. And it was very lacking. So the next year I picked another boxed curriculum. <laughs> it was clearly I wasn't understanding that I needed to not do that. And mm -hmm. um, so that had more of a Bible focus, but it's still, again, it was lacking for us. I had always, 
I really has always enjoyed Answers in Genesis. Um, okay. I went to school uh, at Cedarville, which is really close to the, the Creation Museum. So oh, I got yeah. to go there when I was at school and um, we heard Ken Ham talk. And so I knew that the theology was sound with answers. So That's I went on their website one day and I was like, do they have a curriculum? And I stumbled across math lessons for a living education. And I saw God's design for beginners on there. I know it's a little different than mm -hmm. the format and everything different than what's sold on master books. But I was like, what is this? And I saw that little MB on mm -hmm. the bottom of the book. I'm like, what is that? So <laughs> I found the master books website and I was like, oh, I felt like I had found this hidden gem, this treasure, Aww. because there was a curriculum for everything. <laughs> I was <laughs> so excited. I looked and there was there was art. Oh, at the time there wasn't art, but there was um there was language arts, there was math, there was science, there was history, there was preschool stuff. Right. <laughs> Kindergarten. I just, like, <gasps> and I knew at that moment that I found exactly what that we were looking for as a family because I knew it was going to be biblically solid. I, I didn't mm -hmm. realize the relationship between master books and answers at the time with the publishing right. and all of that. But um, I knew it was going to be solid. I knew it was going to be sound. And I just was so excited. So that's really my third year of homeschooling is where um, we stumbled on master books. But I, I guess I shouldn't say stumbled on it. I, I, God really led me there. So, mm -hmm. um, and, and so, glad. Back, so yeah. it's been awesome. It's amazing how he directs our steps, you know, yes. like we make our plans, but yes. we can trust him. He's sovereign to direct our steps and teach yes. us what we need to know. And, you know, he says he gives us everything we need for life and godliness. And that's what he did for your family. He did. He did. I'm very thankful for it. I am thankful too. So tell us about your experience with language lessons. It was hard for us to nail down one particular curriculum that yes. um, we wanted to share with everybody that's listening today, but you mentioned that language lessons for a living education have been a really good fit for your family. And so I'd love for you to share how you've used that over the different, the course of your different ages and how it's working. Yeah, sure. Um, so Josiah, he had already done two, two years of language arts before we got into master books, but I went ahead and put him right in foundations phonics. Mm -hmm. He needed to, to be there. And so I put him in that and he's really worked through every single level up through five. He finished last year and he's going to be doing level six um, this year. And we're really right. excited that there's a level seven coming. So that's very exciting. So, um, so he's been working on that. My other kiddos have all been, they all started with master books, uh, language, language lessons then. So we've just been consistent with it. And there really isn't anything else that I have felt like I need to go looking for something. So, mm -hmm. so we've been doing that. One thing that they really enjoy are um, Mondays. It's nice because Mondays are Mondays. And so it's <laughs> nice to have a day where we can go and and we can read a story. They love following Micah and Claire. Yeah, um, We can do a poetry study or um, maybe some verses or a picture study. So they really mm -hmm. like Mondays because it is a little lighter. But at the same time, um, they're learning a lot. And we've enjoyed, I've enjoyed the biblical aspect of it where they can learn about supporting missionaries and biblical yeah. feasts and how Micah and Claire deal with different things, whether they're sad or um, whether things didn't quite go the way they wanted to and how they've learned to apply the Bible to these situations um, where things might not be working out quite the way that they want them to. So mm -hmm. that's really cool um, that we can talk. Those are good talking points for our kids. Um, right. We also like that it's really developmentally age appropriate too. Mm -hmm. We like that 
it progresses. You can clearly see each level progressing, having more work as it goes along, but mm -hmm. nothing so overwhelming that they feel like, oh, I've been sitting here forever. Um, day four is always fun. We Good. like day four because, um, well, in the level two, they get to come up with their own creative story, some kind of topic to talk about. Where, when's the time that you have um, given a gift to somebody? And so they get uh -huh. to draw a picture and then write about it. So they like that. And then the ones who have done three through five, they like the 101 Bible stories they've been going through. Mm -hmm. But something interesting that we've done with that, we have actually turned that into a family devotion night when it's their oh. turn to do day four. Mm -hmm. um, or maybe the day before, since we have two of them doing that book, they'll lead family devotions by reading through that. So they I get to practice the reading. They they've um, they also get the chance to lead our family in, in our devotion. So that's what we usually do for the day four day, which wow. is fun. Um, I love that. Yeah, it's 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 been really great. And it's neat because we see the other kiddos sitting around and listening to their siblings read God's word. And, mm -hmm. and then they ask the questions. So they have to be listening. It's, it's interesting <laughs> when they're leading devotions, they really want everybody paying attention. <laughs> they be ready to answer those questions. Right. Yes. And um, we're actually really excited because Isaiah, our third to go through the program, we're going to use the God story um, oh, with yes. the alternative schedule this year. Mm -hmm. So just to switch it up a little bit, since we've been doing back to back these other the one right. lessons. So that'll be fun just to get it something a little different in there. Absolutely. So God's story is a brand new book at the time that we're doing this recording. Mm -hmm. Becky Dudley, who wrote When You See a Cloud, When You See a Star, When You See the Sky, uh, When You See a Rainbow, all of those books she wrote. And now she has just released God's Story, which is basically like a family Bible, but it's summarized in a way that gets shows you 120 different stories from the Bible that shows you the, the scarlet thread of redemption through the whole Bible. And so it's a great way to teach your family how the books of the Bible are interconnected. And so I know that the author of Language Lessons is working on an alternative schedule. And that's what you were mentioning. Yes. So tell us a little bit about that. I know she helped us make sure we had the details. Yes, um, there will be an alternative schedule. You won't have to use um, the book. If you still want to do 101 language lesson or Bible stories, you can still yeah. use that. But if you're interested in using um, this new one, God's Story, there will be, I think it's possibly this week, it might be up on okay. the website um, to, and I'm not, not exactly sure where, but it'll be mm -hmm. on there to be able to have that alternative schedule instead of using or alongside of, if you want to use mm -hmm. both, you can use both books as well. If if you want them to maybe read on their own from one and then lead family devotions with the other one. Right. I don't know. <laughs> if you want to still do both, you could do mm -hmm. that. But, yeah, that um, story is going to be excellent for family devotions and alongside any Bible curriculum that you're doing. Yes. So we're excited about that for sure. Well, good. Um, also, something I wanted to mention um, with the language lessons, um, you can really truly tailor it to fit the needs of your individual student as well. Okay. We've had some who haven't been too excited about the dictionary days. <laughs> it's, just, <laughs> it's just not something they've enjoyed, but I really want them to get to use the dictionary. So mm -hmm. I'll just have them pick out a few words and practice using the dictionary, at least looking the words up if they don't right. want to write. 
pictures. Right, good. And then I have some who love the dictionary days and they <laughs> want to draw the pictures. But I even then I've had to limit it to just a, like three or four of the words because they'll draw all day. <laughs> they just <laughs> they love that part. So it's just yeah. interesting to see how different um, how different your kids can be. <laughs> so sure. you can really tailor it to that as well. Or like on day four with the drawing, the Bible story. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes my my one son, he likes to build with, with Legos. So he'll build the scene with Legos. Yes. But my daughter, she is not as interested in that. She just draws every single time. She loves drawing. So mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's neat. You really can. You don't have to feel like, okay, we have to do it this way. You can really adjust it. And, and language lessons, I feel really allowed you to do that. Mm -hmm. And so that's something that we enjoy as well. And I've seen a lot um, on the app, a lot of questions, well, is it, is it enough? It feels mm -hmm. like it's maybe too gentle in ways, but I don't see that at all. I feel like it's definitely enough. The gentle aspect of it allows your student to be able to build those scale skills at their developmental level. And so I've seen, like I said, we've been through every level <laughs> from with just I all the way up through five, level five. And while it might seem like things are slow going at the beginning, by the time he's in level five, he just finished his own book that he wrote, a fiction book, on his own for fun and um, type it up. He wouldn't have done that a few years ago. Mm -hmm. So he's really enjoyed uh, enjoyed developing those skills, even on his own. So I've seen the growth in that. And, and Brielle, my second, she just a couple years ago, she was really not, she, she did not like writing. And it was even when it would tell exactly, okay, write about this. She'd be like, I don't know what to write. But now she's writing beautiful Psalms when it says to write a Psalm, beautiful yeah. Psalms. And her writing has improved tremendously. So just stick with it. It mm -hmm. doesn't, don't feel like it has to be what you did in school. Like mm -hmm. I was writing papers maybe when I, and I, like I was, I was writing essays in fifth grade or something, but what, why do we feel like we have to do that to our to our children? Let them enjoy the process. Right. That's how I, I feel with it. It's like you because it is gentle, it allows them to enjoy it more mm -hmm. than if we were to push all of that on them when they're not quite ready for it yet. Right. So. And the research shows that pushing it on them too early will stress them so yes. much that that continual stress has such an impact on your brain. And on your heart that your thoughts about learning and thoughts yes. about school time will totally begin to cloud the joy of right. learning. You'll start expecting to fail. You'll start expecting to cry and for it to go badly with your homeschool teacher, yes. you know, and so we, it's very intentional so yes. that your child leaves schooling, leaves the education scene wanting to learn for the rest of their lives, having these great glowing memories attached to, I learned and I wrote a psalm, I, you know, like whatever way they are designed to communicate, whatever worked for them best. And I love the fact that like language lessons in particular and, and many of the other curriculums, there's so uh, many ways to learn throughout the week to learn the concepts that if your child is an autumn um, auditory learner, then the narration is going to yes. help them with that. If your child is a kinetic learner, then the drawing or the writing, you know, the that's going to help them. There's just, it's all worked in there. And like you said, just tailor it to your child's needs. Yeah. And you have many different children. So you're able to tailor it differently to each one. Yes. 
it's it's been great. I, I love the language arts. I, I I've looked at other things since then just because we do that, and there's nothing mm -hmm. I would rather use. It's, it's been perfect for us. Good. Well, that makes me happy. Well, tell us about your favorite non-curriculum type books. Um, my favorite non-curriculum type books. Well, I have one that's really, as I've been reading it, it has really just solidified uh, my, just the reason why I've called the homeschool. And it's this education, does God have an opinion? Yes. This one is, um, it's so good. And if you're questioning, you know, are they missing out on things because they're not in school? This will really help you a lot. And um, just help you feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. So if you need some encouragement in your homeschooling journey, or even if, if you feel like I know what I'm doing, this just helps give you answers to people who may ask you questions as right. well. And it really just helps you feel like this is, this is it. This is what I need to be doing. Good. So that one is definitely, and I have so many that when you asked me to pick out my favorite, <laughs> I have like 15 here that I picked out. So I've limited it to that one for, for us homeschool parents mm -hmm. um, or grandparents. And then this oh. one, if you um, want to get something that all of your kids will enjoy, God's Big Book of Animals is awesome. All of my kids love looking through because the pictures are just fantastic. I'm showing some pictures for those of you who can't, um, who are just listening right now, but there is, it is fantastic. It's big. Look how big that it is. is. I love that book. <laughs> it's so cool. You can use it in so many different areas just to branch off and, mm -hmm. um, and especially in science, this different, we do the let's talk science and it'll actually say at the, but we just did um, the let's talk science adventures in the physical world. And it'll say in the bottom, um, Oh, you can, for further study, you can find that in God's book, book of animals. Oh, so good. Yeah. It's a great one. So just while you're picking out your next one, the book that you mentioned before, I can't remember if you mentioned it or just showed it. So it's education. Does God have an opinion? Yes. By Israel yes. Wayne. yes. I'm sorry. Yes. That's that one. And then another one that's brand new, that's just really beautiful, is this Crafted by God. Um, mm -hmm. This one is by uh, Georgia Purdom, and um, it's it's so good. It's just neat to see how we have been handcrafted. We are beautifully and wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. And it goes through, it's just for your kids to see. And if you're expecting a new one, it's a great way to show them, hey, baby looks like this right now. Right. <laughs> so it's, it's a really cool book. Very, very beautifully done. It's a pro-life book too. Yes. It teaches your children pro-life values from the yes. very beginning so that in the culture that we live in where people feel like babies are expendable before they're born. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a great way to teach them gently, softly, but the, you know, scientifically as well. Yes. It's, it's a wonderful book. Yeah, I'm well, those so are the glad. three that I picked out of all the many. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when before we started this podcast today, we were talking about which books she was going to share, and there were so many dinosaur books and just so many different things. And I agree, there's just so much to learn. I get overwhelmed. I have my own bookcase full of books, and everybody's like, "Oh, I bet you read," and I just look at them. I just get so <laughs> overwhelmed by yes. all that there is to learn. So thank you so much, Danielle, for sharing your homeschooling journey, for sharing how Masterbooks has impacted your family. Um, I know one of the things we also wanted to talk about a little bit before we finish is how the Masterbooks method, and we've talked a little bit about this, but tell us different ways the Masterbook method has impacted the way you homeschool and the way your children are learning. 
Yes. Um, I think the, where, where I want to start with that, and I'm going to spend just a little bit of time here, is the, the biggest part for me it, that we love about Masterbooks is that it has a true heart to teach the Word of God mm-hmm. in every subject area. Um, this is super important for us. And I think sometimes as Christians, we tend to look at school and say, well, here's secular subjects and here's Christian subjects. We'll make math is kind of more of a secular subject and Bible. We want that to be strong and maybe science and history. We want to make sure there's some Bible in there, but that's really not what we're called to do. Um, right. is to, to secularize our, our math subjects or, or any other subject like that. Um, I think of Deuteronomy eleven nineteen, and it says to teach them God's word to your children, talking about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road and when you lie down and when you get up. So God calls us to have God's word a part of everything. And mm-hmm. Masterbooks really does that for us in, in every single subject area. God's word is there and it is foundational to everything. And, and so we've really picked Masterbooks to partner alongside of us and raising our kids to know the truth and have that strong foundation and be able to defend the truth. And of course, we want our kids to be able to grow up and be whatever they feel like God has led them to be. And we want them to be able to go to college and get a degree if that's what God has called them to do. Mm -hmm. But um, Matthew 6, 33 says, seek first the kingdom of God and his Mm -hmm. righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So if you're concerned about, well, you know, I'm, I'm concerned that maybe they won't get this type of education. They will. If God is first and foremost in your family, all these things will be added unto you. We're promised that. So there'll be a good lawyer, a doctor, a painter, a builder, an accountant, whatever that may be, if God is the center of everything. And they'll know how to love God, Mm -hmm. love other people, and defend their faith in this ever-increasing hostile culture. It's it's, um, As we get away from our Christian heritage as a country, I just Mm -hmm. feel this passion inside of me to make sure my kids know this, that yes. they're able to defend the truth. Um, I'm wearing my shirt, Raising Arrows. That used to be okay. my, my screen name on um, <laughs> on the Masterbook app. Oh, yeah. And, and I love the the verse, Psalm 127.3. It says, like, like arrows in the hands of a warrior are the children mm-hmm. born to one's youth. And guys, we're raising warriors okay. to send out into this world. And Masterbooks helps, helps us do that because they provide educational resources that are strong academically, but also grounded in the truth of God's word. And that has been so important for our family. Even my husband and I are growing deeper in the Lord using lower elementary Bible classes. We have, both of us have Bible minors and we're being convicted and challenged and growing using our first grade's Bible lesson. I love that. I think it's because it's God's word and God's word changes everybody, no matter their mm-hmm. ages and whether it's in a lower elementary book or not. It's so doing surgery on your heart. Anytime you is primary for us mm-hmm. um, with master books and in terms of the master books method, something that we also really enjoy is they don't sacrifice academic excellence. Master books, the method is, is highly researched and it's tailored to fit the individual needs of our kids at the, in a, at a, developmentally appropriate um, at age level. So the shorter lessons, we appreciate that because like we mm-hmm. talked about earlier, this gentler approach, especially in the lower grades, helps our kids to enjoy learning. That yeah. learning will be fun and not overwhelming and, and dreaded. Mm-hmm. We don't want that to be. We want all of us to enjoy these lessons together. Like the the science lessons, we're doing the Let's Talk, I mentioned the Let's Talk yeah. Science. And they're nice and short, but that also makes it available for us to do other things. If we really find like, 
wow, we had fun learning about flowers. Let's go outside now and yeah. look at some flowers and dissect some flowers. We have time to do that mm-hmm. because of the Masterbooks method, making sure the lessons are short, engaging, and also interesting and fun. So that's been huge for us. Um, it also allows for us to make a lot of memories yes. as a family because that's what this is about too. If we're just going through the day checking off things on our list mm-hmm. and checking off boxes, we're kind of missing the mark. So Masterbooks really um, encourages building relationships and memories like show and tells in the math lessons mm-hmm. uh, for giving education. Um, they The show and tell days, we make a big deal about that. And oh, we, cool. we do it at, the, at nighttime and they help make a dessert for their special day or brownies or cookies or something. Mm-hmm. And, and then we invite family to be a part of that extended oh, nice. family and they uh, come over or we've done FaceTime. Yeah. Um, like, all right, let's, we have this show and tell. And it becomes a family memory now. They're going to remember that. Absolutely. Doing that be, instead of filling out worksheets all the time. Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, I remember in math when we did this and I taught. And, and our one daughter, she's a little teacher. She, our, <laughs> our four, she gets up and she's asking questions. And do you know the answer to this one? <laughs> it's, just, it's really cute to see their personalities come out. Some That's are really great. nervous, even though it's family. And some are like, <laughs> this, yeah. this is my presentation. So. <laughs> That's been really fun. And we also like that it's open and go um, mm-hmm. really for, for our family. What I was looking for in a box curriculum um, before is here at Masterbooks. We have a lot going on in our home and it's very nice to not have to do all this extensive planning. Mm-hmm. We just pull the book off the shelf or take it in the car with us. We took some on road trips that we, that we went on. It's so easy to do that mm-hmm. um, when, when we have Masterbooks. And my sister, um, I've talked with her a lot. She's going to be doing the... Um, homeschooling journey starting this year with her son. And I pointed her to Masterbooks, said, if you want something that's easy to do on the road, because they have a lot of appointments and things they do every week. Yeah. This is what you want. (laughs) (laughs) Good. It's very, it's very nice. So um, we love Masterbooks. I could keep going on. I know we're trying to limit the time. So, (laughs) but but I love, I love every part of it. And we really enjoyed, um, really enjoyed it immensely. So we're thankful for Masterbooks. That's great. When you were talking about seeking first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you and to your family. And I was thinking about that and the master books method, how it gives you extra time to go die, you know, look at the flowers, dissect a flower together and how that adds joy yes. and peace. The, the extra time gives you peace yes. and the opportunities to do things that are joy filled. Those things are such a blessing that is, life added back to you, you know, it is, it really is your ground. They're, they're becoming rooted and grounded in God and his love and his word. And then those good things are coming back to them already so quickly. Yes. It's awesome. I love that. Well, thank you for choosing master books. Thank you for spending time with me today. God bless your family. I would love to pray a blessing over everyone's family today. I pray that the favor of the Lord makes you rich and adds no sorrow to you, to your family, and that the generations that come after you will be blessed, Bible-believing, people-loving, glory-filled, beautiful families. Well, thank you for this opportunity. It's been awesome. Yes. Great to see you. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you back on the next podcast. Remember, I'm giving away a digital copy of Education Does God Have an Opinion over on the app and the Facebook group. So meet me there. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for joining us today for the Master Books Podcast. It was really fun to do this with you today. We hope that you'll take a moment and rank and review the podcast wherever you are listening or watching so that others can find it more easily. We loved having you here and we look forward to being with you on the next podcast. It comes out every other week, Mondays at 5 a.m. See you then.